How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of the Midnight Podcast. We are currently recording this at 11.48 p.m. on Wednesday, April 27th. So this is going to be recorded into um, Thursday, April 28th. This is our latest episode. And as always, I'm joined here with Ben. Ben, how do you feel about the lateness of this recording? This is going to surprise absolutely zero people who know me. I am alive and I am awake. So I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I feel like you're maybe like still... Uh, Dude, I'm a zombie right now. I can't <laughs> lie. But we're going to get this done for you guys. And this just shows you guys that we're trying to be consistent. Yeah. So let's get this done. Yeah. So we got we're getting back on track, mm-hmm. like we said earlier. Yes. So we do have some spring sports results. Mm-hmm. So you want to get right into those? Yeah. So Middletown spring sports results recap from April twenty second, Friday, April twenty second, to today, Wednesday, April twenty seventh. So on Friday, April twenty second, two thousand twenty two. Uh, varsity baseball, they had a game at Brunswick. The final to that was uh, Brunswick won that one in a close game, 2-1. to one. Then varsity softball, they also had a game at Brunswick. The final of that one, uh, Middletown won that one 18 to nothing, swept them. Boys tennis at Brunswick, the final to that was Middletown picking up the dub, 5 to nothing. And then girls tennis also had... They were also at Brunswick. The final of that was Middletown winning that one 4-1. to Then, that night, Friday, April 22nd, that night, boys track and field at the first annual Urbana Twilight Meet. The final of that was the boys came in fifth out of seventh, seven teams. And then girls track and field also at the first annual Urbana Twilight Meet. The final of that was uh, the girls placed fifth out of six teams. Then, moving on to Saturday, April 23rd, 2022, um, varsity baseball, quick turnaround. Um, had a game Friday night at Brunswick, then had a quick turnaround. Had a game Saturday morning at Boonesboro. The final to that was the, um, they got back on track and they won that game, 7-5. to Then um, Sunday, the 24th, there was nothing. Monday, the 25th, boys tennis. First Williamsport at home. The final of that was Middletown winning that one five to nothing. Girls tennis first Williamsport at home. The final of that was Middletown winning that one four to one. Varsity baseball first Williamsport at home. The final of that Middletown picking up another win four to two. And then varsity softball at home versus Williamsport. The final of that one was Middletown winning that one thirteen to seven. Then moving on to Tuesday the twenty sixth, twenty sixth. Sorry. Um, Varsity Boys Lacrosse, they had a game at Walkersville. And the final to that one was Middletown picking up a 10-9 win in overtime. Oh, we have more on that later. Varsity Girls Lacrosse at home versus Walkersville. The final to that was Middletown winning that one 20-6. Then tonight, Wednesday, April 27th, Boys Tennis. They were at Tuscarora. The final to that, they picked up the win 4-1. Girls Tennis also at Tuscarora. The final of that, Middletown won that one 3-2. And then Varsity Baseball, they were at Tuscarora as well. 
Um, the final of that one, heartbreaking loss to Tuscarora tonight for uh, varsity baseball, 4-3. to three. And then varsity softball, they were also at Tuscarora. They picked up the win, 3-1. to one. Now we're into game analysis, Ben. We haven't done this in a while, but yeah, let's uh, hop into it. So, um, hopping right into game analysis. So, the first game we have is um, the baseball game on Friday, April 22nd against Brunswick. Um, The first time this season baseball played Brunswick, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. Brunswick is really good. Yeah, they are. They have a really good good team. I believe they were nationally ranked at one point, probably... If I had a bet on it, they probably still are. I don't know exactly. But they were, like, ranked fifth nationally. Um, they, have brought, they have my good friend that I grew up with, my childhood friend, Nolan Janese, mm-hmm. um, on that team. He's a Maryland Eastern Shore commit. Mm-hmm. But, and they also have a ton of other good players, too. But they're really good. And I know the first time Middletown played them this season, they lost by, let's just say, a lot more than <laughs> one run. So to keep it close... And almost win that game the second time around is really good. Yeah, I mean, the quality of baseball in Frederick County is really solid. I think public school-wise, probably the best baseball county in the state. I know people will get mad at me about that, but whatever. It's arguable, um, but yeah, I mean, you make a strong case. Well, because down the DMV, a lot of your kids who would play public school ball get sapped up by the private schools like Gonzaga and DeMatha and St. John's. So they re- so down, down in the DMV area, there's not a lot of good um, public school baseball. Brunswick's like a lot of teams in, like a lot of teams in this area. Brunswick's loaded, as you said. They have yeah. Nolan uh, Janese, who's going to Maryland Eastern Shore. That's one D one commit. They have Oliver Ellison, who's going to Coastal Carolina. Oh, uh, it's gonna be he's a junior this year. So I'm not sure. I don't think he'll ever be teammates Dang, with Graham. I was Brown, about to, yeah, I was about to say he's gonna be playing with Graham. Yeah, no, I, I he, he's a junior this year, so I don't think he'll ever be teammates with Graham. But yeah, Brunswick has a lot of talent top to bottom. And when they play, that one A is gonna be very competitive with them and Catoctin. Um so but yeah, I, I mean obviously a two one when uh I wanna say it was Austin Moxley, right? Wyatt. Wyatt Moxley. Wyatt Moxley, sorry. sorry. I was like Austin. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, Wyatt Moxley pitched that game, did pretty well. I mean, anytime you can hold a team to two runs, you're doing something right. Um, we'll mention this a little bit later, but Middletown's just young. Middletown is just really young. And so, yeah. you know, they're kind of learning, especially in this conference, it's kind of baptism by fire. So, Correct. Do you want to move into softball? Mm-hmm. So, uh, also on Friday the 22nd, uh, Middletown softball played against Brunswick. And they're having a really solid season, um, and they won this one eighteen to nothing. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's just doing the things you're expected to do. I mean, they have the talent; they should win games like that. So again, just going out and kind of winning the games you're supposed to win is the name of the game. If you're a uh, middle town at this point, you know, and that's a game that you see it on the schedule. It's it should be a win, so to finish it off and get a win in that situation is a real positive for them. On another note, is it just me or did the whole entire ventilation system in the school just shut off? Yeah, and that's yeah, why I yeah. got really quiet. You want to know why? Because it's 12 a.m. No, it's, it's, no, it's no, 11.56. No, it's not. It's not, not the clock's I've been keeping me. an eye on it so I can announce when we are okay. recording to okay. tomorrow. Yeah the, yeah, the clock's lying to me. Sorry about that. So, yeah, um, 
Middletown softball expected win. Um, I wouldn't say we expected them to sweep them 18 to nothing, but we definitely expected them to pick up the win over Brunswick. Yeah. Um, moving in to uh, boys and girls tennis, they also were at Brunswick on Friday, April 22nd. Um, solid wins for both the boys and girls tennis teams. They had people missing over spring break. And um, Brunswick tennis is looking pretty solid this year, so it, it was a nice win considering um, both the boys and girls team from Middletown had people missing over the break. Yeah, I mean, a- anytime you have people out like they did for spring break, you're going to ask some people to step up and play in positions, especially in a sport like tennis where you have multiple matches going on, so it's not like you can, like, unless you're, like, in their band that's rolling, like, 20 people on a team. You can't, yeah. you can't really hide people. Um, so it probably forced some people to step up in some unexpected spots. Tennis is hard. Yeah, t- tennis is not. I don't tennis. like. I don't like playing tennis. Do you play tennis? Oh, I had to play it in team sports. Oh. And I did really oh, bad. Oh no! It was really oh, no. bad. <laughs> not a fun time. Uh, I mean, uh, hitting it over the wall is fun, but other than that, Vanette, you mean? Over the wall, like I would just hit it as hard as I could because like we were messing around because oh, it was so oh, bad, okay. and okay. I just hit it over the wall. Okay, well, and, and, okay, sure. Out of the court. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but a- a- anytime you have people missing, you know, you're asking people to step up. So, for them to have people step up in that situation and get a win over Brunswick is always a positive. Agreed. So, moving on, um, the final event of the night for Friday, April 22nd, um, boys track and field at their band at Twilight Meet. They um placed fifth out of seventh team out of seven teams. This was a smaller meet originally. Um, since I'm on the track team, I think um my coach said that like 14 teams were entered, but then like seven teams dropped out like the week of. So it ended up only being a smaller seven team meet, but it it was a cool meet. Um, first ever Urbana Twilight meet, and fifth out of seventh is is good for the boys team because. I think Middletown was the smallest school competing there, but I don't quote me on that. Well, for starters, why did so many teams drop out? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I, know. I really don't. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, uh, that to me, especially the the uniquity of, I think that's a word, right? The meat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more concerned, but uniquity is not a word. I don't know, <laughs> but um, it's too late for me uh, yeah. to confirm <laughs> that right now. The uh, uniquity of that meet being a twilight meet and everything, I think more teams would flock to that. So the fact that like, yeah, it was it was a cool meet. A couple dropped off the face of a planet actually is kind of surprising for me. I would say and, you know there was a gauntlet mile there. I, I was that. just about to say <laughs> I picked up a 13 second PR, no big deal, but uh. It's all because people are screaming at you. It's only it literally is the only makes you run so much faster. Is when people are harassing. And you. I could have went faster. I ran a five eleven, and I feel like I could have ran. My friend from Tuscola was running. He beat me by like five seconds. I feel like I could have ran with him and tried and beat him. But it's over with. Can't do anything now. Moving on to the girls' performance that night. Um, they placed fifth out of six teams which kind of surprised me a little bit at first because um, they're having a good season and they're placing, like, top three at most of the meets this season. But um, 
like it was it was similar to the guys. Um, Milltown was a small school there, and um, you know you had to compete against teams like Urbana and Hereford, who just have so many kids to draw from that it's kind of impossible to beat them mm-hmm. as a smaller two A school. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. But the only thing I was surprised is how Milltown girls lost to Tuscarora girls in that meet. But um, it was a it was a special meet, so. Some of the events that we typically place in um, weren't in the meet, so that explains it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I mean, I think it, it seems to me it's more of an event where you don't so much like, like, obviously, you're still looking for good results. Like, no one wants to do, like, bad at these meets, but at the same time, like, with a Swedish relay and the yeah, gaunt- relay. and the gauntlet mile, it seems like there was more of like it was more of like a fun meet than yeah. like a oh we got to win. Yes, meet, correct. Know? Yeah, it, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Also, it's twelve oh one a.m. So happy April twenty eighth, everybody. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Speaking of the Swedish relay, um. Girls entered in a Swedish relay team in that meet, um, consisting of Ava Allen, Haley Otto, Sophie Frizzell, and Haley Lucido, and they took first with a time of two minutes twenty-one seconds, point oh five. And if you don't know, the order of the Swedish relay is no, no one listening to this knows what it is. By the way, beside yeah, you, <laughs> I didn't know it until Friday, April twenty-second. <laughs> it goes hundred meters, two hundred meters, three hundred meters, four hundred meters. So it goes one, two. Three, four, and I didn't watch it because I'm pretty sure I was like in another world after my gauntlet mile performance, so I wasn't like. So it's five eighths of a mile then. Yeah. So you do be a hundred to the two hundred. But the exchange zones are disproportionate and weird. So I've heard. So I've been told. (laughs) So I wish I watched. I really wish I did. I just wasn't there because I ran my gauntlet mile and I didn't know where I was for five minutes and then I went and cooled down. <laughs> but that's like every race for me. <laughs> I'm rambling on because it is 12.03 a.m. <laughs> so, um, sorry guys, trying to get through here. Moving on. Saturday, April 23rd, Varsity Baseball, they had a game against Boonesboro at Boonesboro um, and they picked up the win after a quick turnaround, um, good seven to five win over Boonesboro, over a solid Boonesboro team yeah. to get back on track and just win because they were on a bit of a losing streak. I mean, pretty much, it, yeah, pretty much everyone in the Central Maryland Conference, the Gambrel Division, is loaded. Like it's it, it's like a big game of like pick your poison because every no te- cap. <laughs> there you go, because every team can get you. Um, so to go out and get a win against a good Boonesboro team is a huge deal. On top of that, playing on Saturday, it's a little weird because that's something that a lot of states do, but for varsity, Maryland doesn't do it. It's just JV that plays on Saturday. So for them to have the opportunity to play on Saturday, you know, that's a different situation. Um, Nice little Saturday dub, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's a weird situation because, you know, most times, all, all the time really, except if you make it to the state championship game, your kind of mechanism and routine yeah. is you, you finish school, you, you know, you, you maybe you have a break before the bus leaves, but you go down, get changed, 
get on the bus, go have a game, or if it's at home, you know, you're down on the line at 245, so you're pretty much heading straight from from a locker room to class to the field, um, especially with no lights, which only Brunswick has lights and they don't even use them. So, yeah, it, it, it's a good job, I guess, kind of dealing with the funky uh, machinations of it and picking up a win. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah. We don't have lights at our baseball field. Correct. Oh, Brunswick's the only school in the county that does, and they don't even use theirs, which doesn't make a lick of sense, but whatever. I, I digress. So, moving on from that. Um, Moving on to Monday, April 25th. Boys and girls tennis. Um, oh, there it goes. Yeah, 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 oh, nice. Yeah, so, the ventilation system I just kicked back on. Um. It's had a had its quick nap, I guess. I need a quick nap. But uh boys and girls tennis, they hosted Williamsport at home on um April twenty fifth, Monday. And um they both picked up wins and solid wins and expected. I mean, if I would have to compare Frederick County and Washington County tennis Yeah, um, they, they, there's a there's think, a little bit of a gap there, isn't there? Yeah. It's just a <laughs> Frederick County just a is gap. just I would just say we're a better county in regards to tennis. Yes, correct. You could also say that about most sports, but I won't. Okay, Ben. <laughs> so <laughs> um continuing on Monday, baseball hosted Williamsport. Um they also picked up a four to two dub over Williamsport on senior night, which is Great for the guys, you know, adding another win to their schedule. Also great to get a win on senior night. Um, where am I? Oh, there I am. Um, and then it was nice to get, you know, two wins in a row after being on a bit of a losing streak, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, as we mentioned earlier, baseball's a young team. Um, they only have four seniors this year. So, but still, you want to win on senior night. Um, that's a super special. Heck yeah, you want to win on senior night. That's a super special night for guys, and I know I still remember my senior night um, from when I did baseball, and I'm sure most people still remember theirs if they're alumni and they're listening. You know what's cool? Uh, we were supposed to get announced for seniors at oh the Dow no. Boyer invite, oh and no. we never did. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying <laughs> we were promised. We were given a note card. We writ- We wrote. Our information on the note card, and we never got announced. Uh, as soon as you said that, I knew it was going sour. <laughs> but that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm not pointing any fingers. I don't know whose fault it is, but it's it's it, it's it's someone's fault. That's all we know. But anyways, yeah, I mean, senior nights are always really special. So you always want to win on senior night. Um, it's okay. I got my senior night for swim. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Um, <coughs> moving into softball. It was also their senior night, and they picked up a 13-7 to win over Williamsport. Um, that was as expected, and girls' softball is just looking really solid. That's even more ventilation. Oh my, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> we are trying to record this episode here, trying to get the done. The things that go on <laughs> in Middletown High School at 12.07 a.m. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> ventilation systems. <laughs> But um yeah so no that softball team's really good um yeah I think if you were to like you know we've we did with winter sports if you're kind of narrowing down your teams who may make a run in the state tournament 
I think it's probably softball and girls track and field who are the two who are. And girls lacks. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a brain fart. Yeah. Those are the three that kind of channel for me. It's a no-brainer. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God, man. <laughs> I, I have no focus. <laughs> We're going to have to sedate you to get you through this episode. I know. We're going to have to sedate you to get you. Uh, anyway, yeah, but so those are the three teams. I think arguments could ma- be made for each one of why they'll be the team that goes deepest for Middletown. So, yeah, it, a really good win for them. Um, moving on Tuesday, April 26, 2022, boys lacrosse, they traveled to our rival Walkersville and they picked up an epic 10 to nine win in overtime. Um, Judd Boniface, uh, scored the game winner and read the Frederick news post article and he, he the, so the, the field was wet. Because it was raining. Because it's grass and not turf. And yeah. He, and, and, yep. It, it's a I was waiting for you to say and It's that. grass and not turf. Yeah. So he slipped. Yep. He had the ball. I I think he was making a break for it or whatever you call it, lacrosse. He was going to goal. He won the score. <laughs> he slipped and he fell, and he was on the ground, and he shot it while he was on the ground, and he scored to win. I wish I was there to see it, but I wasn't there. I, I I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't make a bigger deal of it in the news post like obviously that was a frame of the article but like that sounds like a goal like the way they made it sound was like it was like oh it's a nice goal if he did what i think he did which i believe he did he probably did but like that's like sports our top 10 stuff judd so it probably looked really casual because (laughs) judd's just like a really casual like judd's really athletic and he'll just do something insane but he's just like yeah i did that He's sneaky athletic. He's Judd the stud. <laughs> so, moving on, that same night, the 26th, girls lacrosse, um, they hosted Walkersville at home for their senior night, and they picked up a 20-6 to win, which was expected because, like girls softball, girls lacrosse looking really solid. I mean, it's Middletown girls lacrosse. Get hip. We got multiple college commits on the team, and... That's all I yeah, really got to say. I, I mean, the, the girls lacrosse program has been loaded at Middletown for decades. And if they were in any other state, they probably have won multiple state championships. Unfortunately, they're in Maryland, which is the mecca for lacrosse. Yes. And so the issue is, is I mean, jeez, it's been since I've been in high school, you've been seeing this. They will play teams. They will like play teams who are legit sending like 10 to 15 people D1. Every oh, single yeah, year, yeah, yeah, every single. They're I, literally playing a college team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I remember going or like to a club team. Now, obviously, last year they lost to Queen Anne's County in, in the state, fi- state final. But I remember, I want to say it was 2017, maybe 2018. It was Riley Bradshaw's senior year. It, it was, it was two. No, it was two. It was 2017. My math is wrong there. Um, yes, my math is wrong. Um. No, actually, my math is wrong again. It was 2016. Oh, okay. 2016 was like Riley Bradshaw. So that would have been my sister's freshman yeah, year. Yeah, and so they went to state semis and they ran up against Century, and Century beat them like if I want to say 19-5 mm-hmm. in the state semis. But it was because like they, you know, Riley. There are so many girls from that team who went D D1. Riley Bradshaw went D1. Bailey Scubon went D1. 
Carly Tolino went D1, but if you move back a couple years, you have um, uh, Kayla George, Megan Cleverly, who went D1. So there was a lot of D1 talent on Middletown, but Century was sending like 10 to 15 girls to D1 colleges. It was, it's been, uh, it, there has to be a page. Like Century High School's got to have a web page where they just update their girls across along because there are so many of them. There are so many Century girls across alums. It's not funny. Girls across. It's it's it, it is what. What's that movie where they say that? Is it is it, Wedding Crashers? What do they say? No, I think it's Crab Cakes and Football. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Crab's Cake. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that from Meet the? No, I thought it was from Wedding Crashers. It might be. I, I, I don't know. You got me thinking now. Well, cause, cause, isn't it the scene where they're playing flag football and Vince Vaughn gets destroyed? And yeah, and, wait, and, and, I'm gonna look and, it up. And, 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 and Owen Wilson comes over and tells him to stop faking. He goes, "I'm not faking it." Okay, I'm looking it up. Your guess was meet the parents, right? I'd, I'd, I'd like to get this on record before you look it up. Yeah. Um. Are you having trouble finding it? No, like I have it, but I don't say. It definitely does. Um, Wedding Crashers, yeah. Oh, right. yes. Yes, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. You're right. I know my movies. <laughs> Moving on from <laughs> Girls Lacrosse. Um, yeah, Century is kind of a powerhouse for Girls Lacrosse. So, moving on to today, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, yesterday, because it is 12.14 a.m., so, um, April 27th, Wednesday, till I'm 22, um, boys and girls tennis, uh, both traveled to Tuscarora, saw the wins for both boys and girls, um, in the colder weather tonight over T-Row, um, expected win though by both of them because yeah. I just think we stack up against Tuscarora better in mm-hmm. tennis. I agree. Um, moving on to baseball. Tough, tough loss for baseball tonight against uh, Tuscarora, four to three loss. Um, but a positive, I guess I would say, is they seem to be picking up the pieces and um, they're able to play teams closer now. Yeah, Tuscarora has been one of the better stories in the counties this, in the county this year, baseball wise. They've won some games. They've played really well. So it's not like Middletown got like blown out by someone they weren't expecting or got beat by someone they weren't expecting to. And even in some of her down years, Tuscarora used to always play us close. And I do not know why, but every time we went over to Tuscarora, they would play us close every single game. It did not matter how good they were, how bad they were. It would be a competitive game all the way through. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you'd like to win, but starting to piece the things together as they move towards the playoffs, which are coming up here shortly, I guess. Probably next episode we'll have some playoff talk. Yes, sir. Um, my bad. Hold on. My thing just. Did you just completely lose where you are? Yes. All right. I so, did. so I'll take over. Um, final game we want to look at is uh softball's win over Tuscarora tonight. Final score of that one three to one. I mean, again, that's a game you were. I feel like kind. I don't want to say expected to win, but. It seems like that would kind of be the case is where they would win. So, you know, for Mendeltown, just keeping do, keeping on doing what they're doing uh, from a softball perspective. So that's 
a huge positive for them. And they strung together a couple nice wins this week and have a nice streak going. Yes, sir. So moving into team analysis now. Um, been a while since we've done this. I'm yeah, I, I, this is all brand um, new. So boys and girls tennis, I just combined them together because yeah, you know, they traveled mostly together this uh, past week of games. Yeah. So um, both of them seem to be having a solid season, and Middletown Tennis is definitely uh, one of the better schools in tennis in the county. Um, I would say biggest competition we have in the county is Urbana because, like we said, Urbana's is it the biggest school in the county? Yes, it is. It's the biggest school in the county, so they have a ton of people to draw from. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But in 2A, I feel like they might be able to make a run. Maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I feel like tennis always seems to make it pretty far from Milltown. We have yeah. a pretty solid tennis program. Well, and now now that the uh, state has made it so we're within the, we're within the past couple of years, couple years it was rather new but now you can win a state championship as a team for tennis it was the last sport that um mpssaa sponsored at the varsity level that did not have a true state champion so now that you have a true state champion for tennis um i think it's you know it it, it adds some excitement to the sport and yeah it it gives milltown some possibilities because they definitely have a chance to um be able to make a run there I'm good at Wii Tennis, actually. <laughs> Forgot to mention that. Oh, you <laughs> baseball. It's it's too late for you. So, moving into ba- Wii Baseball is also fun. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, baseball. Um, Baseball, they're, they're having a tough season. Um, I mean, but they're a young team, like we mentioned mm-hmm. before. Um, yeah. Only four seniors this year, and I believe our starting pitcher is a sophomore, Hunter Barnes. Yeah. And so, they 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 got room to improve. I feel like they're gonna have a better second half of their season than they did the first half, and they're starting to you know pick up the pieces and learn how to play together. Yeah, I mean, as you as you mentioned, the roster is young. You know, you only have four seniors on the team, and just looking across, that you have one, two, three, four, five. And didn't they seven lose sophomores? Didn't yeah. they lose a solid group of guys last year in the seniors? Yeah, I, I mean. They, so they have seven sophomores, you know, and of those younger guys, you have guys who play baseball at a pretty high level during the offseason, like Freddie Diaz, um, Brett Lucas, uh, Andrew Raymond, Andrew Raymond, Joey Nicholson. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's 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 going to be definitely a work in progress, I would say. But, yeah, I mean, anytime you have those young guys, it's good to get them involved and get them back in the mix and all that. and. Baseball is a fluky sport. Baseball is a fluky enough sport, especially with single elimination. In other states, they do series, and you really can't make a run like this. But baseball is fluky enough in Maryland with single elimination where you can legit make a run at the end and kind of work kind of work your way into the state playoffs. Yeah, um, I like baseball. It, it was 2011, and um, Middletown had, I would say, a 500 regular season, ended up falling in the state semifinals, made all the way to state semis to North, uh, lost North Carolina. So, yeah, you have the ability to go on a run regardless yeah, of how your team is. In team sports, you know, well, we play – well, we're playing softball right now, but I have a few stories. So, <laughs> wiffle ball, my wiffle ball team, um, 
didn't win a single game in the regular season. Playoffs came, won the championship. Then my softball team, we were down 18-3 to and then came back, still lost, but the final score was, I believe, 18-15. to Then today, actually, we were down like 8 to nothing, and then we came back and won 9-8, to and I walked it off and with, I believe, an RBI single, <laughs> and we were going crazy. But enough of that. <laughs> Moving into softball, um, they've only lost a couple. And they're having a really solid yep. season. Um, my bad. They got solid pitcher in uh, Taylor Broadenbent and um, solid catcher in Chloe Saunders. I believe she's playing at Hood. Mm-hmm. I think Jeez. Taylor is going to Towson. Towson. Yep. Um, and they have Ashton Ralston. I don't know exactly what she plays. I know she pitches some. She's going to Frostburg. She's going to Frostburg. Mm-hmm. And then I forget her name, and I forget the college she's going to, but she's playing somewhere. That's not helpful. I know. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it right now. <laughs> I just. She's going to like a a college that is obscure. Not that it's bad. It's actually cool because you know. Hold up! I'm getting it. Um, Kayla Carr. Kayla Carr. Okay. She's going to. Doesn't say the university. It just shows the logo. But um, okay, I'm I'm the logo guy here. Hold on, pass right. it, pass it. UC. Earth's, oh, that's Ursinus. Oh, okay. Same place that uh. Ursinus. R- that's what it yeah, is. No, th- that's the same place that uh. I've heard about it before. Renee Washart's going for lacrosse, I believe. Yes. Okay. Where's that at? Collegeville, Pennsylvania. So like the southeastern, it's it's north it's northwest of Philly, so, so it's in like in a rel- not relevant. Sorry, that was rude. Relative. Relative. Wait. Did <laughs> so it's a part of it's in a part of Pennsylvania that I've never heard of before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it is. I didn't mean relevant because it's not relevant because you got one night going in. <laughs> you said in a re- did 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 you say in a relevant part of Pennsylvania? <laughs> Jeez, that's awful, man. I didn't what mean it heck? that way. Okay, it's twelve twenty-two a.m. What is going on? It's twelve twenty-two a.m. I got a fourteen-hour drive to Georgia tomorrow. Cut me some slack. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh man, I I knew eventually this podcast would get canceled for something. I just didn't expect it to be that. <laughs> Pennsylvanians, if that's what you call them. Yeah, Pennsylvanians. Um, if you're listening <laughs> to this, I love you guys. I believe there are better states out there, but you guys got Hershey Park, so and Spookanook Sports, so you're not that bad. And Ben works there, so that's <laughs> also good. I was gonna say you're talking talking crap about my home state. I'm not not a fan. Current home state. Yeah, current home state. Ben, you're a Maryland boy at heart. Uh, yes, I am. You're right. You are. I'm, I'm a middle towner at heart. Middle towner? Yes. Middle Tonian. Middle towner. Middle Tonian? That just sounds like middle toe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to boys lacrosse. Boys lacrosse. Um, They've been kind of wish. I mean, not really wishy-washy, yeah. but like. In, 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 inconsistent. They've had a lot yeah. of close games. Yep. And games that have come down to the wire, which, like, they should have won, but they didn't. Like, mm-hmm. I went and filmed um, their home game last week against Oakdale, and they lost 12-11. to And 
some of the calls were kind of like, okay, ref, what are you doing? That's at least what I thought. But, yeah, I believe they could have won. Defense could have stepped up a little mm-hmm. bit in some situations, and that might have changed the game. Yeah. But, um, Makes yeah. sense. So, I mean, they will win when they play up to their opponent in their mm-hmm. competition. Um, they're a solid team, though. I feel like they definitely have potential to make a playoff run in 2A. Mm-hmm. But it's Maryland, so you never know who you're going to face in lacrosse because we're the mecca of lacrosse, like Ben always says. Yep. But we have a um, – there's a good chunk of the senior class this year that has grown up um, playing together. They play club together. I know, like, Jake Brandenburg, Casey Mitchell, Judd Boniface, and I believe in the past few years, at least in high school, Broden Moran, they all play – it was Lax Factory, and now it's 3D. They all play together. They all play cl- club together. So they have that chemistry. You got anything to add? No, no. no I, I mean, it, it makes complete sense to me, you know. You have this group that's stuck together for a while, whether it be club or whether it be something else. So, yeah, they, they, they have that chemistry developed, and that's something that could help them when they move into the uh, playoffs. Yep. Girls lacrosse. Um all I gotta say is get hip to M Town Girls. Oh, Lacks. there you go. What because, like I said earlier, we got multiple college commits on the team. Um, I mean, we, we kind of really said everything that we're gonna say now earlier, but they're definitely gonna make a run if they keep it at 100. percent And I want to see them win a state championship because they've gotten close multiple times. Have they ever won a state championship? They no. have not. They've gotten close multiple times and they haven't done it. So it'd be nice to see them actually do it. Yeah, no, I, I I agree 100%. And every year it feels like they have that potential to uh, make a run in the playoffs. And it, just, it, it honestly just depends on how the bracket lines up and who ends up in front of them or behind them. Agreed. Boys track and field, um, being a member of this team and, and stuff. Um, I would say there's more guys competing compared to what they had compared to what we had in the indoor season, which is um, a good, great help. You yeah. know, more, has got more guys competing, more opportunities to score points. Um, got Levi, who played basketball in the winter. He's doing high jump. I believe he's ranked third in the state right now for high jump. I do not know if he's jumping at Penn Relays. I know it was talked about, and he was qualified, but I don't know if he's going. So there's that, and then um, you have CJ from indoor. He's also running outdoor. You got a bunch of other athletes who have um, joined the team this season that are, are solid, and they'll pick up points and events. You got anything else to add, Ben? No, I mean, it, 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 as you said, you know, it definitely good that more people are coming on board. It's definitely good that it seems like they have a strong functional base, I guess, when it comes to um, – their team, because obviously in track and field especially, depth is something you need. That's why Urbana yeah, is so successful is because they just run so deep. I mean, we don't have a, a lot, but we have more to draw from than the indoor season, so that's... Yeah, definitely. Um, That's always good. And then girls track and field, they're having a good season. Um, They've placed well in most of the meets. I believe it was our second meet at Hanley High School. Middletown was the only high school from Maryland there. It was Hanley and uh, Virginia, and the girls' team won, and they were the only 
a team from Maryland there. So that yeah. was pretty cool to see. I don't know if they've won any other meets. I know they placed top three at Don Boyer, which is our home meet. Mm-hmm. And I know they did well at the um, season our season opener meet at Urbana. Other than that, I don't really know. But, you know, they're yeah. solid. You got the solid – just the girls we've talked about before on the mm-hmm. girls' track and field team. You know, you got Ava Allen. I believe she contributed 44 points in that Hanley meet win, which is just insane. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy number of points for a single um, athlete to pick up. And then you got solid runners like Kaylee Franklin, Haley Otto, Haley Lucido, and um, solid, you also have solid distance girls in Campbell Caldwell and uh, Aaron McQuitty mm-hmm. and Renee Walshart, actually, in the 800 that um, helped pick up points. Yeah, no, d- definitely. I mean, again, that that's a team who I probably would say has the best best shot to win a state title this year. Is, yeah, is girls I, 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 I girls could see field. it happening. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's uh, that's just kind of where I am with that. So now on to Ben's bread and butter, <laughs> the Middletown alumni schedule. Till next episode. Yeah. Do you want me to start, or do you want to take this? Um, I'm gonna let you take it. I feel like you're gonna be the one doing most of the talking here anyway, <laughs> because being it is 12:30 a.m. and I'm on my last bar of battery right now. Okay, fair enough. Um, April 28th, 2022 is our first day, 3 o'clock p.m., Riley McDermott in Harvard Men's Outdoor Track and Field of the 2022 Penn Relays. That's day number one. It's the prestigious. Yes, the, the prestigious Penn. Actually, very cool because uh, this has to be the only example I can think of off the top of my head where you have Middletown alums in a Middletown High School part of a team. It's not an official yeah, Middletown yeah. meet, but you have team members participating in the same event. It's got to be the only. It's, it is. It's got to be the only event I can think yeah. of where that's the case. I call it the pretty, the. Oh sorry, yeah. The prestigious pen relays because that's what uh, my college coach yeah. that I'll be running for next year calls it. So humble brag. There you go. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> 7 o'clock p.m. on the 28th, Alyssa Daly and Navy Women's Lacrosse at Loyola of Maryland. They finish off Patriot League regular season play against the Greyhounds. They will make the playoffs, so right now they're currently holding as the number two seed. So a little bit on the line uh, on, I guess that's today. <laughs> I was going to say tomorrow, but it's oh, today. Yeah. Um, a, a, a little bit on the line for them today as if they win they guarantee themselves a number two seed in a buyout of the first round a loss could drop them back into the quarterfinals as the number three or the number four seed then finishing off a day at seven o'clock p.m it's rachel robinson and bridgewater women's across versus washington and lee huge game for robinson and the eagles they need a win to put themselves in the odak tournament a loss to Washington and Lee, and they could see their season end there's some tiebreaker machinations going on there but it's it's must-win territory uh, for Robinson and the Eagles. Moving on to April 29th, 2022, 12 o'clock p.m., day number two of the 2022 Penn Relays for Riley McDermott and Harvard Men's Outdoor Track and Field. Um, I just want to say something here. So Penn Relays, for uh, people that aren't hip to it, that's like, it, it's a huge deal in the uh, track and field well, well said. Um, it's like the, one of the biggest meets of the year that everybody looks forward to. You got high school athletes and college athletes competing in it. 
tons of records are broken, and UPenn hosts it, and it's just it's just a great time. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go uh, this year and watch the Middletown athletes compete, but I will be in Georgia at a wedding, so I will actually not be there. <laughs> but I was going to go. Twelve thirty p.m. Brennan Straits and and Lynch. I can't speak. Brennan Straits and Lynchburg men's track and field start their postseason play. At the 2021-2022 Old Dominion Athletic Conference Men's Outdoor Track and Field Championships, day number one there. Technically a neutral event, but it's a home event for Straits and Lynchburg as it is hosted at their home track. Then 12.30 p.m., Nellie Stafford and Allegheny Women's Outdoor Track and Field with their final regular season meet. That is the 2022 Big Red Invitational hosted by Denison University in Granville, Ohio. 2 o'clock p.m., Jake Polishak and Millersville Baseball in PSAC action, a nine-inning game against Bloomsburg. 3 o'clock p.m., Luke Pryor and Mount St. Mary's Baseball versus Bryant as they start a three-game series in actually at home in Emmitsburg against the Bulldogs. 3.30 p.m., big one here, Matt Dillard and Johns Hopkins Baseball versus Washington College down on the eastern shore. Johns Hopkins has made, I want to say the past, uh, I, I don't think, it may be, I think it's like the past nine or ten, but they are a D3 mainstay, kind of a down year for the Blue Jays, though, and they are on the precipice of not making the Central Conference Tournament. They're actually tied with Chase Weller and Dickinson, who we'll get to in a minute. So a big game for the Blue Jays as they look to um, make it into the Centennial Conference Tournament. Also at 3.30 p.m., the aforementioned Chase Weller and Dickinson baseball at home in Carlisle versus McDaniel and Frederick alum Kyle Brown. Uh, again, Red Devils in the same spot without the prestige that uh, Johns Hopkins program has. They're more of a team on the come, up, the come up, trying to make it into the Centennial Conference Tournament. Only top four make it, and they are tied with four other teams at 8-7, and seven, so a tight one there. 4 o'clock p.m., American Athletic Conference play Sammy Main and South Florida Softball versus Houston. 6.30 p.m., Graham Brown, who's been swinging a hot bat as of late, and Coastal Carolina baseball head down to where you're going to be, Statesboro, Georgia, and uh, take on Georgia Southern. I don't know about if I'm going to be in Statesboro. <laughs> I'm going to be in uh, I don't even know. You have no idea what the city <laughs> no, is. Just be I honest. Know, you have no I idea what, what the city is. I know what it is. I just <laughs> it's, don't know it, what it is. Because it's 1240 at night. <laughs> it's, hold on. I'm gonna get there, there you go. Uh, Your brain's going to start smoking here like a chimney. Um, I literally looked it up. You have no idea. Oh, I know. <laughs> Alpharetta, Georgia. Alpharetta? Yep. I, that, the wedding's in not in Alpharetta, but that's where I'll be staying. Let's see how close they are. Alpharetta, Georgia. Yes. Do you want me to continue on the scheduling? No, 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 no. Don't you worry. I'm coming back to it. Not close at all. All right. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, I'm probably incapable of doing that right now. So. 6.30 p.m., uh, Big Ten play for Zach Maryland and Maryland Baseball as they look to continue their winning ways at home against the team from Chicago that is Northwestern. 7 o'clock p.m., a big one. Ryan Crompton, Colt McCracken, and Lenore Ryan men's lacrosse versus number three Wingate. That is the 2021-2022 South Atlantic Conference men's lacrosse tournament. That is a semifinal round matchup there as the Bears look to move on into the SAC championship game. 7 o'clock p.m., finishing off the day, Riley McDermott and Harvard men's outdoor track and field at the 2022 Peyton Jordan Invitational 
All the Way Out in Palo Alto, California, hosted by Stanford University. Harvard has a lot going on over the 28th, 29th, and 30th. 28th, they're at Penn Relays. 29th, they're at Penn Relays and out in Stanford. And 30th, they're at Penn Relays. And then also in uh, Stone at Stonehill University. Um, moving on to the 30th, a lot going on that day. First one, 9 o'clock a.m., a bunch of Middletown alums at the 2022 Paul Kaiser Invitational hosted by Shippensburg. On the boys' side, Chris Burgenson, Grayson Whitesell, and Hood Men's Outdoor Track and Field will be there. And then obviously on the women's side, Kayla Dahlhouse and her Shippensburg women's team will be at the meet hosted by their school. 9.30 a.m., more postseason play. Brennan Straits and Lynchburg Men's Outdoor Track and Field. That's day number two of the 2021 2022 Old Dominion Athletic Conference Men's Outdoor Track and Field Championships as the Hornets look to go for the title. First event of the day uh, for Harvard Men's Outdoor Track and Field at 10 a.m., they and Riley McDermott, that's awful grammar, are at the 13th Annual Skyhawk Invitational hosted by Stonehill University. Noticing a common theme here, more postseason play, 10.30 a.m., Joey Wyland and Hamilton Men's Golf at the 2021-2022 New England Small College Athletic Conference, NESCAC is the abbreviation. The Men's Golf Championships, day number one, Hamilton and Wyland will be the host of the location, Yahundasis Golf Club in New Hartford, New York. 11 a.m., season finale for a Middletown alum, Dylan Dearman and Vassar Men's Lacrosse will play at Union. Vassar missed out on the playoffs, so this will be uh, it for Dearman and the Brewers. Then at 11.30 a.m., the other event for Riley McDermott in Harvard Men's Outdoor Track and Field, and it's day number three of the 2022 Penn Relays. Bunch of doubleheaders baseball-wise rolling tomorrow, 12 o'clock p.m., Jake Polishak and Millersville Baseball at Bloomsburg. Also at 12 o'clock p.m., Matt Dillard and Johns Hopkins Baseball at Haverford, game number one there. 12 o'clock p.m., Tim Hobson and Bridgewater Baseball versus Lynchburg. Game number one, that is senior day for the Eagles, so it may be Hobson senior day, although I think we mentioned on a previous episode, Hobson is out with an injury. Uh, he tore his plantar fascia, so uh, well wishes to Tim that he heals better, but actually me and Tim were conversing tonight, and he may be coming back for his COVID year because he has a couple extra years of eligibility because of COVID. Dang. So we're not going to put the hex of it. It's his senior day just yet. Still at 12 o'clock PM, Chase Weller and Dickinson baseball at Washington college game. Number one there. Then 12 o'clock PM, a Middletown alum has her senior day as Megan cleverly wraps up her career um, with Maryland, Baltimore County women's lacrosse versus New Hampshire down in Catonsville. Uh, congrats to Megan. She's represented Middletown a lot over the years um, for UMBC. She's started a good chunk of those years, so congrats to her. 1 o'clock p.m., game number two of a series between Luke Pryor and Mount St. Mary's Baseball. Uh, not between Luke Pryor and Mount St. Mary's Baseball. It's between Luke Pryor, Mount St. Mary's Baseball, and Bryant. <laughs> um 1 o'clock p.m., the season finale for Justin Kiefer. He is the assistant coach at Lebanon Valley Men's Lacrosse as they wrap up their season with Alvernia. 1 o'clock p.m., Dominic Saracini and Frostburg State Men's Lacrosse versus Mercy. 1 o'clock p.m., Roland Hockenberry and Delaware Men's Lacrosse versus John Wheat of Linganore's Fairfield squad. I know him. Do, do you? Yeah, I worked with him. All right, there you go. Um... 
So it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. 1 o'clock p.m., Megan Atkinson, Shanna Dextrader, and Shepard Women's Lacrosse versus Kutztown. That is a season finale as Atkinson, Dextrader, and the Rams missed out on the playoffs. 2 o'clock p.m., Graham Brown and Coastal Carolina Baseball play, na- play game number two of their series down in Statesboro against Georgia Southern. 2 o'clock p.m., Zach Martin and Maryland Baseball versus Northwestern, game number two of that series. 2 o'clock p.m., Messiah already clinched a playoff spot in the MAC Commonwealth Women's Lacrosse Tournament. They have their regular season finale as Haven Brandenburg, Kayla George, and the Falcons take on Ellie Pruitt of Winters Mills' Eastern Squad. 2.30 p.m., Jake Paulshack and Millersville Baseball at Bloomsburg, game number two of that doubleheader. 3 o'clock p.m., Matt Dillard and Johns Hopkins Baseball at Haverford. That's game number two there. 3 o'clock p.m., Tim Hobson and Bridgewater Baseball versus Lynchburg, game number two. 3 o'clock p.m., Chase Weller and Dickinson Baseball at Washington College. And then wrapping out the season, the season, wrapping out the day, 6 o'clock p.m., Sammy Main and South Florida Softball versus Houston in the American Conference game. So it's an interesting situation with a lot of teams ending up their season. We should know by the end of the day on Saturday how many Middletown alums are going to sneak into the postseason, at least on the baseball side, as Dillard and Weller are both on the precipice there. You want to know what's happening on May 1st in oh, Alumni I, I, World? I can't wait for this. So at 10 a.m., Joey Weiland and Hamilton Men's Golf, they're going to be at the 2021 2022 New England Small College Athletic Conference Men's Golf Championships. That is day number two, um, hosted by Hamilton College, and that will be in Jan Hundas' golf club in New Hartford. That's actually not bad. I, 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 I saw it coming, but that's actually not bad. At 11 a.m., Jordan Long, Haley Miller, and Hood Softball, they will be playing at Catholic, and that will be game number one. At 1 p.m., Graham Brown with the hot bat, and Coastal Carolina Baseball, they will be playing at Georgia Southern, um, close to me, as Ben said earlier. At 1 p.m., Luke Pryor and Mount St. Mary's Men's Baseball, they will be playing against Bryant. Also at 1 p.m., Zach Martin and Maryland Baseball, they will be playing versus Northwestern. Also at 1 p.m., Jordan Long and Haley Miller again with Hood Softball. Um, that is game number two against Catholic, and that is their season finale. At 2 p.m., Sammy Main and South Florida Softball, they will be playing against Houston. At 4 p.m., if, if necessary, this is only if they win on the 29th, I believe. Is it? Yep, on, only if they win on the 29th okay. against uh, Wingate. So if they win on the 29th against Wingate, then they will be playing at 4 p.m. Um, That's Ryan Crump and Colton McCracken. Yeah, and, and yeah. Lenore Rines. But the opponent is to be determined. And then uh, this is the same thing, if necessary, for Alyssa Daly and uh, Navy Women's Lacrosse. And so I guess they gotta they got to win a game in the Patriot League tournament. Right? Yeah, so uh, essentially they play tomorrow against Loyal of Maryland. It's not – they can lose and not be in this situation. But if they have a two-seed right now, which would mean they don't have to play on the first. If they win, oh, okay. obviously they skip that. If they lose, they could end up having to play on the first in that game that we just mentioned. And then on May 2nd, Monday, May 2nd, um, to be determined again if necessary, Rachel Robinson and Bridgewater Women's Across. They will be playing whomever. Yeah, and that is dependent on if 
They beat Washington Lee tomorrow, which is going to be a tough task because Washington Lee is number five in the nation for D3 women's lacrosse. So it's it's not going to be easy. <laughs> yep. Um, Tuesday, May 3rd, at 6 p.m., Graham Brown and Coastal Carolina baseball versus North Carolina Wilmington. And uh, that's a game that was postponed from April the 5th. And then at 6.30 p.m., Zach Martin and Maryland baseball, they will be playing versus Georgetown. On May the 4th, only two events confirmed, but a lot if necessary. At 11.30 a.m., Brennan Straits and Brennan Straits and Lynchburg men's outdoor track and field team will be at the 2022 Liberty Twilight Qualifier down in Lynchburg. 3.30 p.m., the Middletown-Walkersville rivalry hops on to the diamond as Luke Pryor and Mount St. Mary's take on Brett A. Halt of Walkersville's George Mason squad. Happened earlier in the year, Middletown-Walkersville, if that game was Zach Martin of Middletown and Maryland versus Brett A. Halt of Walkersville and Georgetown. To be determined, four games kind of up in the air. Dominic Saracini and Frostburg State Men's Lacrosse, they've clinched a spot in the East Coast Conference Men's Lacrosse Tournament. They just don't know who they're playing yet as seating is still be the to be determined. Same thing with Haven Brandenburg, Kayla George, and Messiah Women's Lacrosse. They are in the Mac Commonwealth Women's Lacrosse Tournament. They will most likely be the number two seed, but their opponent is still up in the air. If Rachel Robinson and Bridgewater Women's Lacrosse wins tomorrow, and if they win their playing game on the second, they would play on the fourth in the ODAC Women's Lacrosse Tournament. Obviously, that one is still very much to be determined if necessary. Then, on May the 5th, we don't have a time for this one, but Zach Clapper and Concord's men's golf team will be in the regional championships round of the 2021-2022 NCAA, NCAA D3 men's golf tournament. Sorry, that was a mouthful. Um, that will be the NCAA Division Three Atlantic slash East men's golf championship hosted by LeMoyne University, uh, located in Raven located in Victor, New York, at Ravenwood Golf Club. Then 12 o'clock p.m. postseason play. Nellie Stafford and Allegheny Women's Outdoor Track and Field at the 2021-2022 North Coast Athletic Conference Women's Outdoor Track and Field Championships hosted by Oberlin College. That's day number one there. Then also day number one of a postseason track meet. Chris Bergenson, Grayson Whitesell, and Hood will be a day number one of the 2021-2022 Middle Atlantic Conference Men's Outdoor Track and Field Championships hosted by DeSales. To be determined, Billy Broadbent, Bryn Hoffman, and Jacksonville Women's Lacrosse, they are into the Atlantic Sun Conference Women's Lacrosse Tournament. Now they just need to know who their opponent's going to be. Then three teams who are hanging on the precipice, Roland Hockenberry and Delaware Men's Lacrosse, they need a win against Fairfield to get into the Colonial Tournament. Megan Cleverly and Maryland Baltimore County Women's Lacrosse. They need a win to have a shot to get into the America East Tournament. And then Alyssa Daly, they are in, but still not sure if they're going to be in the first round or in the semifinals. So if they are in the semifinals, they would play on the fifth. And, 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 and that's that. I know you're just sitting there in stunned silence. <laughs> I was scrolling down. Um, so... Um, that does it for alumni, right? Yep, and now just moving on to the Middletown schedule, and then we're so, going to head home and sleep. Yeah, <laughs> been waiting for that one. So, the Middletown schedule from um, today, actually, uh, April 28th, 2022, to May the 5th, 2022. 
So on April 28th, 2022, um, at 9 a.m., actually, believe it or not, in about eight hours, uh, girls track and field, they will be at the Penn Relays, um, select few. Ayla Al... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ava Allen, <laughs> sorry, um, she will uh, be pole vaulting. That pole vault starts at around 12 p.m., and then Haley Otto, Kaylee Franklin, Sophie Frizzell, and Haley Lucido, they will... Um, I believe that is the 4x4, four four, if I'm correct. I didn't write that down. I, if I'd have to bank on it, it's probably the 4x4. Four four. They'll be running um, at around 1.45 p.m., and this is at the 2022 prestigious Penn Relays. <laughs> at 4 p.m., boys tennis um, will be at Walkersville. Also at 4 p.m., girls tennis, they will also be at Walkersville. At 4.30 p.m., baseball will play Walkersville at home. At 4.30 p.m., softball, they will be playing Walkersville at home. At 4.45 p.m., JV Baseball takes William, takes on Williamsport at Williamsport at 5.30 p.m. Girls JV Lacrosse, um, they'll play, be playing Governor Thomas Johnson at home at 5.30 p.m. Boys JV Lacrosse, they'll be playing Governor Thomas Johnson away at 7 p.m. Girls Varsity, Varsity Lacrosse, they'll be playing Governor Thomas Johnson at home at 7 p.m. Boys Varsity Lacrosse first, Governor Thomas Johnson away. Then on April 29th, April 30th, and May 1st, no events. The next events for Middletown are on May 2nd, 4.30 p.m., girls tennis and boys tennis heading up across counting lines to Smithsburg. Baseball and softball will do the same thing on May the 2nd. That's only at 4.45 p.m. May 3rd, baseball and softball play host to Boonesboro. Both of those games first pitch at 4.30 p.m., then at 5.30 p.m., JV Boys Lacrosse versus Urbana. And then Varsity Girls Lacrosse and Varsity Boys Lacrosse are at Smithsburg. Girls start at, I'm sorry, girls are home versus Smithsburg. My apologies. Girls start at 6 p.m. Boys are home. Wait, are you sure? I'm always sure. Well, because when I wrote this down, it said they were both at Smithsburg because uh, I might be wrong. <laughs> No, boys are home versus Smithsburg. Girls are away. Okay. Girls are away 6 p.m. at Smithsburg. Then boys are home 7 p.m. versus the Leopards. Do you want to finish this off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, On May 4th at 4 p.m., boys tennis um, versus Brunswick at home. At 4.30 p.m. also JV baseball. They will be playing against Boonesboro at home. At 5.30 p.m., junior varsity girls lacrosse. They will be playing at Boonesboro. And then at 7 p.m., Junior Varsity Boys Across will be playing at Boonesboro. JV doubleheader. Doesn't get better than that. Um, on May 5th, 2022, at 1 p.m., um, Boys Outdoor Track and Field and Girls Outdoor Track and Field will be competing at the 2022 Central Maryland Conference Boys, Boys and Girls Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Um, that Oakdale High School will be hosting that at 4.30 p.m., Boys tennis will be at Boonesboro, and girls tennis will be at Boonesboro at 4.30 p.m. as well. At 5.30 p.m., JV Girls Across um, takes on Ligonor at home, and then at 7 p.m., Varsity Girls Across takes on Ligonor at home. That's all she wrote for episode 19. <laughs> Me and Ben are going to go get some much-needed sleep. That's all I got to say about that. Yep. Uh, do you want to take us out? Thank you guys for listening to episode 19. 
We appreciate you as we try to get back on a consistent schedule. Um, the, I'm going to mark this down. This has definitely been the most difficult episode to record for me um, in my podcasting career so far. Yeah, no, hey, you're 100% right. You are 100% right. I can't believe I did it, though. Yeah, no, we, we're lying. We're actually going to go have a party after this to celebrate uh, that we finish this podcast. No, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to episode 19. We will see you guys or talk to you guys or you guys will hear us in the next one. <laughs> yeah, so, something like that. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take us out. Adios and yo soy cansado.